This is Music on Repeat, a podcast where I talk to people about the songs that impacted their taste in music. You can find me on iTunes and Stitcher under the name Music on Repeat, or online and on Instagram at musiconrepeat.io. I'm your host, Susie Q. I'm back. Welcome back, everyone, to Music on Repeat. I know it's been a while since I have been around. I started a radio show, uh, so I took a little break, and then my apartment got robbed, and they stole my mics. But I am back now. I am committed. I am ready to bring Music on Repeat back to your beautiful ears. (laughs) And to celebrate my return for episode 17... I have a very special guest with me today. So special. You are so special, Madeline. (laughs) Madeline Enos. Did I say that right the first time? You sure did, Susie. (laughs) Thank you, Madeline. Such a professional. (laughs) Why, thank you. (laughs) And Madeline is here on my brand new terrace, overlooking Sagrada Familia in beautiful Barcelona, Uh, uh. visiting all the way from Austin, Texas. Welcome, Madeline. Well, howdy, Susie Q. (laughs) It's so good to have you here. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Everyone who's listening, you should be very jealous that you're not on this beautiful balcony. It's... Yeah, I mean, you heard, if you've heard any of the previous episodes where I used to record on my old balcony, it was not quite so spectacular. <laughs> I'm moving on up in the world. It's fancy. Yeah. Fanciest it... recording studio I've ever been in. Right? So Madeline is here, as I said, from Austin, and she is part of a novelty Christmas band called Mike E. Maddie. Yes. <laughs> Specializing in ukulele. Yeah, it's once a year only. Get, get it while it's hot. <laughs> once a year only, but you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, um, nine years now. Wow. Yeah, coming up on a decade. <laughs> so we are going to talk about that a little bit more later but that's like a big reason why you're here today (laughs) also because you're just a generally awesome fun person oh Susie (laughs) you're you're too kind um so you've got your two songs yeah as per music on repeat tradition yeah as per the requirements of being on the podcast it's tough I I gotta tell you it's really (laughs) challenging to pick just two but a beautiful challenge really makes you think yeah I guess you're really in touch with your inner self yeah, yeah. Right? I I did a lot of self reflection. I made a very long short list. <laughs> yeah, you sent me the short list, and I yeah. thought in my head, is this a short list? <laughs> Not so short, short list. Not so short, short list. But you managed to whittle it down to two songs. Yeah. So should we start with the first one? Let's do it. Okay. Let's go. Me and my Madeline, what was that adorable song? Well, that one is Me and My Arrow by Harry Nielsen. And he is an American songwriter, musician, Mm -hmm. genius. Genius. But he um, also did the soundtrack for a movie I used to watch a lot as a kid called The Point. The Point? Yeah. Was it about an arrow? Kind of. (laughs) 
It was a sort of psychedelic animated film, almost in the style of like Yellow Submarine. Okay. And he did the entire soundtrack and it had, you know, a good moral sort of to the story that, you know, everyone's different and has their place. And even if things don't have a point, everything has a point. Like an arrow. Yeah, like an arrow. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. So talk me through why you decided to choose this song. Yeah. Well, it's twofold. One, I would be remiss to not mention the influence of my parents and my family on my current musical tastes. They were really into sharing music. And I feel like this movie that I watched a lot as a kid is totally representative of that. So even though, you know, they were like, oh, cool, we're parents now, we have kids, they're like, but we're still cool, we still yeah. got a record collection. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> and they um, they really loved this kind of 70s, like, mellow, folk, funky yeah. stuff. Yeah. And my mom also was in a jazz band, too, oh, when really? I was growing up. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was the singer. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's super impressive. She's good. Did you ever see her performing live? Yeah, I would go to gigs. Oh, really? Yeah. So you were like that. I was the kid at the you gig. You were the gig kid. Yeah. <laughs> and they would throw parties and, like, had a bunch of musician friends. So oh, it was, so as you can imagine, it was, like, a very fun way to grow yeah. up. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So would you listen to the, because you said that Harry Nilsson wrote the soundtrack to yeah. this, this movie that you used to watch as a kid. Did your parents have that on vinyl? Would you listen to that as you were? I don't know if we had that particular record on vinyl, but I was watching that movie on repeat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, Susie, back in the days of VHS tapes. Oh, I remember. All right. Like we had like three or four and I would just watch them over, over and over and over. And over. Yeah. What were the other three? Just out of curiosity. Um, I had The Little Mermaid. I had that too. I had Aladdin. I had that too. And then I had... Did you have The Lion King? I never had The Lion King. Oh, oh man. I feel like that's the trifecta of children's yeah. Disney perfection. I think I think I was a little deprived. But um, the other one was uh, An American in Paris, which is a beautiful... Have you seen that film? Uh, is that a cartoon? No, no. It's kind of a grown-up movie. Okay. It stars Leslie Caron and Gene Kelly. Oh, okay. And it's about an American living in Paris okay. after World War II. And he falls in love with a woman who is in love with another man. Ooh. Kind of adult-themed, really. Yes, um, but it's for children, or it can be. It's uh, it's a musical, so it's kind of like family-friendly in that sense. Right. But it ha- has a it's lot a of like scandalous. adult themes. It also has like a... 20 to 30 minute like surrealist ballet part of the movie it's very sophisticated for a child but you know it was in the rotation so, so this is gene kelly so this is that like singing in the rain is it yeah, similar in to the rain. that yeah uh, kind of movie yes exactly okay. lots of singing lots of dancing okay but no rain. yeah but in but like a post-war paris, paris. okay well yeah. sounds like a movie i really want to watch uh i would suggest it Except you I have a kind chance. of hate musicals. You hate musicals? Yeah. Does that make me a bad person? No, no. I think they're... I, I don't want to say, like, there's two kinds of people in the world, but there really are. People, people who like, like musicals, <laughs> and then people who are like, I don't like musicals. Are you a musical lover? I am. <laughs> I am. Can we still be friends? We can still know. be friends. Okay. I, I mean, I can still be friends with you as long as you don't make yeah. me watch musicals. I will never make you watch <laughs> okay. a musical, Susie. The only musical I really enjoyed was Moulin Rouge. Oh, that was a great one. But I like musicals that have pop songs in them, not oh, musicals that are just I see singing for the sake of singing. But this is <laughs> going to sound super random, but I actually have this weird habit of, it's kind of embarrassing to admit this, but I have this weird habit of like walking down the street and if I'm feeling in some sort of mood, I, there's a song that I 
will be singing in my head. Yes. That represents that mood. Absolutely. Your but, soundtrack. But it's very obvious. So wait, I, is this a song that already exists or oh, a, song a song you're making up? <laughs> it's a song that already exists. Okay. Because I'm like, actually, I think you're living in a musical because... I mean, so, I, so for example, when I was in, I was in Brazil for a month in December and it was really hot in Brazil and I was just walking down the street thinking holy crap I am so hot and then in my head I just <laughs> kept singing that song feeling hot 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 <laughs> oh my goodness please tell me you do that too sure yeah all the time. <laughs> I mean that's something people do right absolutely yeah okay it's yeah. not just me being a freak. yeah I kind of call those songs like earworms. <laughs> I know you hate worms. I hate worms too. Yeah. And musicals, but... But, but and this they'll like get in there and then you're like, oh no, it's do in ever, there. Do you ever get that when you feel like you're in a mood and then there's a song that has the words of the mood <laughs> that you're in? Yeah, that is the soundtrack of our lives. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Yeah. I guess that's the soundtrack of my life in the summer. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, it's getting hot in here, so hot. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe that's less appropriate gonna... for the public, but uh Yeah, I mean in my apartment I can sing that one. <laughs> I think you can just drink some like chilled kava and, <laughs> and you know, suffer through yeah, it. Yeah, suffer through yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to this kind of music and just your whole musical family, how would you say that influenced you as a child and how you listen to music now? Sometimes you don't know how good you have it. And so my parents had amazing taste in music. But then when I was a teenager and discovering my own stuff, I listened to just terrible music. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing my own thing, mom, dad. <laughs> and now I'm like, all I want to do is listen to my parents', parents music. music. <laughs> yeah. So they knew all along. Moms always know, right? Gosh, sometimes. Some moms. Yeah. Some moms. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom knew. Bar- Barbinos knew. Barbie? Bar- Barb. Barb. Oh. <laughs> Short for Barbara. Oh. Barbinos. But do you call your mom Barbie? Is there any chance your dad's name is Ken? No, but my husband's parents are Barbie and Ken. Ken. That is crazy. Yeah. And they're from California. What? Do they have a pink convertible or a dream house in Malibu? No. I think when they were young, they had a place in Corona Del Mar. And maybe at some point, Barbie had a pink car. (laughs) Okay. So speaking of your husband, I mentioned this bit earlier about Mike E. Maddie. Yeah. The why was the Spanish influence of Texas or? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, hey, Mike, E, Maddie. But it's also like some people call him Mikey. So it's just Mikey, Maddie. I like it as the E, as the oh, and. So it's not that. It's it's whatever you want it okay. to be, Susie. Okay. So since we're in Spain, it can be Mike, E, Maddie, which means Mike and Maddie for anyone that doesn't know literally the most basic Spanish. <laughs> this is also a Spanish tutorial podcast. Yeah. 101. E means and. So you guys are in your own little band together. Mm-hmm. And it is a Christmas-themed ukulele band. Yeah. And I think maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe your next song has some influence on that endeavor of yours? Absolutely. Okay, should, yeah. we, should we check it Let's out? Let's do it. Okay. Let's pull the trigger. Every Tuesday and every other Friday or so She says meet me in the garden boys Miss Caroline The softest boy in Mississippi
Okay, Madeline, what was that song? That was Meet Me in the Garden by Dent May. But it's not actually by Dent May. It is by Dent May and his magnificent ukulele. Yes, yes. Let's give credit where credit's due. Okay, so tell us about that. Yeah, well, I mean, Dent May is this guy from Mississippi who went to art school in New York City and then came out with this super, like, theatrical, schmaltzy, like, sexy, dumb ukulele album, and I fell in love with it. With it or with him? Oh, (laughs) a little of both. (laughs) Oh, scandalous. But it really inspired me to learn how to play ukulele, which I found out is a wonderful instrument because it's very difficult to make ugly sounds on it right if you want to learn violin like i'm sorry there's going to be some painful practice involved for you and anyone that has to hear it the tuba like i don't even know clarinet (laughs) clarinet uh, maybe less eh, yeah but yeah okay so ukulele is pretty inoffensive it's user-friendly yeah the ux is amazing on that (laughs) ux ui can you tell we work in software yeah (laughs) so software much much technology much technology yeah so I started playing and around that same time I reconnected with Mike Orso who was this guy I went to high school with Mike E <laughs> Mikey <laughs> and he has always been a musician but I picked up the ukulele and he's like oh I'll, I'll play the ukulele too um, so were you a bit like hey that's my thing no I was like yeah we can be in a ukulele band together we would record songs for each other and send them back and forth because we lived a couple hours apart for a while and that was like a really fun that's so sweet sexy sexy very project how would you send these i mean we could still record on your phone but we would make youtube videos and send them are those still online they are and they're great they're like a time capsule yeah um but probably but also for your eyes so it's interesting when you make something that is very meaningful but is not objectively like good or polished necessarily it's not like if we were taking a professional approach we probably would have practiced a lot more and had good lighting and audio equipment but (laughs) it was just yeah we're doing this yeah so how many would you say that you guys recorded back and forth to send to each other well i think on the youtube channel there's probably only like five or six but i mean so many so 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 many recordings and then we also had this weird i don't know how to describe it it was like a blog but you could submit content via text message. What? I don't even understand how it works Okay. anymore. It's been a while. <laughs> so we would text things to this blog, but then we would like read the blog posts that each other had written. I don't know. Okay. That's and it was cute. Also, it was super cute until I realized that it had been indexed by Google. Oh, no. And so... And then the first thing people found when they Googled your name was yeah, this blog? It, of like very, just kind of like nothing too scandalous but just super personal like (laughs) love text messages it was pretty much like emails you would send to each other yeah well or text messages but they were long or they were short well they were text messages they were pretty short so you could google and find your oh my god could you imagine now oh well thankfully now i'm very vigilant about my online reputation but uh as soon as i discovered that I was like, oh, yeah, we got to shut this down. <laughs> and you did. Yeah, that was cute. So would you say you guys fell in love over ukulele? Yeah, sure. And music. And Christmas is also very important to us. Right. Not because we actually care about Christmas per se, mm-hmm. but because 
from a Christian holiday kind of perspective, that's not why we're into it. I think we're into it because of the theatricality, yeah, the costuming, the fact that you are encouraged to just like drink a bunch of Baileys and eat cookies yeah. and <laughs> stay up late and yeah. get cozy and nuzzle in is good. And then also Mike's family works in the Christmas industry. His they work in the Christmas yeah, industry. So his Barbie dad, and Ken work in the Christmas industry. Yeah. So Ken's dad and now Ken have a Christmas tree business called Christmas Tree Jamboree. They In don't, California. Uh, yeah, and Oregon. So they don't actually grow the Christmas trees. They mm-hmm. just sell them. Mm-hmm. But they have relationships with Christmas tree farmers all over the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. That's so amazing. It's a very funny family business. but That's cute. Yeah. Is there any chance you guys could take over that family business? I mean, I love that idea. I don't know if there's much money in Christmas trees these days. <laughs> I mean, people, are going people plastic. always need Christmas trees. There's still going to be those naturalists that yeah. want those You're real right. trees. The purists. Yeah, I think my family, pure, my family still green. gets a real tree every year. Well, your family's Canadian. Of course yeah. they get a real tree. From our backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is full of just evergreen. Yeah, I mean, we uh, could technically open our own Christmas tree farm as well. Yeah. All Canadians are actually... <laughs> Christmas tree specialists. Yeah. A black market Christmas tree. I wish that were true. Farmers. It's not. And so you guys started then this tradition of recording a Christmas cover. Yeah. They're all covers, right? Yeah. We have not done any originals. Uh, Fortunately, yet, there yet. are so many oh Christmas God, songs yeah. in the public domain that you yeah. can just do. So Okay. So this is all over the table. Uh, None of this is... Yeah. I think... I mean, we're not selling them or anything. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> so you guys record a, a different Christmas cover every year. Yeah. And we stay up late on Christmas Eve. Oh, so you do it actually on yeah, Christmas yeah. Eve? Yeah. Oh my God, you guys are so adorable. It's a fun tradition. That is really It's cute. also a little stressful because we often will go to a party on Christmas Eve at some point and we're like, shit, we got to How long can we stay? We really need to like record a Christmas song. Yeah. And now you have 10, I guess, under your belt? Uh, I think we have nine, nine and nine. we're coming up on the 10th. Okay, so it's about time then to release an album, right? Yeah, absolutely. I personally would love to do an album and an album release party maybe Christmas. on Christmas Eve. Oh my god. That'd be pretty fun. That would be amazing. Yeah. I hope I get an invite. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how <laughs> you, you feel can... about flying to Austin, Texas in a... Why not? For Christmas CD launch party? It's going to be a very exclusive guest list of my <laughs> close personal friends and family. Including me. But I'll add you. I'll add you to it. <laughs> what do you mean you'll add me? I'm obviously your close friend. Oh, <laughs> duh. You're on the short list. <laughs> oh, God. The short, your short, short list. list. so long. You're on the shortest list. It's basically you and Mike. It, it'll just be the three of us. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for including me in your relationship. Well, you're basically family now. So. Love it. And you said Mike is a musician as well. Yeah. What does he do? So he has a background in audio engineering. So I would consider him to be more of a like studio and recording musician. He has been in bands and performed before, but I think he much prefers to like hunker down in a studio and just get like really into something. Yeah. That's really cool. I feel like I can hear that. I've obviously listened to all of your Christmas songs. So that's where all those plays came from. <laughs> it's actually quite high quality. I'm very, I was very impressed oh, by it. And your thanks, singing Susie. is beautiful. Oh, thanks, Susie. Hopefully one day I can also reach that level of singing. You just got to find your holiday and your yeah, instrument. Maybe, maybe it's not Christmas. Maybe it's Easter and the trumpet. Ooh, I like it. 
Or the Easter cornet could be nice. Or the Easter accordion. Easter accordion! <laughs> no! I actually like accordion, though. Because I'm cheesy. Who doesn't? Some people don't. I've listened to your podcast. Some people are not a fan of the accordion. Who didn't like the accordion? Someone's mom played it poorly. Oh my gosh, you really remember these yeah. things. I oh, do yeah. remember that, too, but I don't remember who it was. I don't know. But guess what? I'd listen to his mom play accordion all day long Ooh, did you hear that former guest we cannot remember your name watch out that guy's mom <laughs> she's got a number one fan hypothetically hypothetically speaking uh okay so you didn't bring your ukulele here or else oh, i would no. have totally asked you to play yeah. this little ditty yeah but if you do want to listen to it you guys are on Bandcamp. yeah you're not on spotify yet no but you should totally sure go on spotify. let's do that yeah. I don't know how, but I could figure that out. I think you can, yeah, yeah. you can figure it out. Totally. You can be on there and you yeah. can create your Christmas compilation album. Yeah, that's great. That's where our Christmas compilation album will debut next year. Christmas. Get ready. End of December <laughs> 2019. <laughs> I'm already excited. And are you still listening to Harry Nilsson or Dent in your current So, Dent May, I have followed his career less than... Meet Me in the Garden came out like 2007, I think 2009, he had a big album release and I know he's done stuff since then, but he's such a chameleon, he might be mm -hmm. doing something totally different now. He could be on the tuba yeah. now, uh, or he the could, accordion. Yeah, that, that hot tuba scene. But Harry Nielsen is like a timeless classic, and actually it was so cool to fall back in love with his music, mm -hmm. but still have so much nostalgia for when I heard it when I was a kid, although now I realize when I first listened to it, I thought of it as such happy stuff because yeah. it was like a, You're a kid. happy kids movie. Yeah. But now that I know more about his life, I'm like, ooh, this guy had an edge. And I think it was just like drugs and alcohol, it, very much of the time. The, the 70s, yeah, right? Yeah, of the 70s. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of his friends died, I think, have messed him up. From, um, from drug overdose. Yeah, or... well, Mama Cass and Keith Moon, I think, oh, well, died yeah. in his apartment. Oh, my God. Like, both of them. What? No, different times. I don't even know if he was there. He used okay, to just okay. lend his apartment okay. to people. Nice guy. And then he was very close with the Beatles and John Lennon. And right, after right. John Lennon was shot, I think. I think he got I mean, like yeah that would mess you up yeah that would mess you up and Big he time. died very young i think because of drugs and alcohol but right but he's a kind of a prolific so prolific yeah he did you know that song i can't live uh, can or you, with or sorry it? without you it's the like i can't, I can't live if living is without oh, you yeah 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 he did. Uh, he wrote that. Yeah. Wow. He did. One is the loneliest number. Oh my! He did yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He, so that song is a bit sad. That actually is a very sad one. Yeah. He did lime in the coconut. Lime in the coconut. That song. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Let the good times roll. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. This Let guy is. Let the good times roll. Yeah. This guy's amazing. I mean, he yeah, prolific. He just had that talent. He had that talent. Ugh. That talent. I don't have that talent, but I am such an appreciator. I mean, you know? I don't think you don't have that talent. I think it's it's there for the taking, Madeline. <laughs> Maybe I just need a radical change of career. Right? Full-time music genius prodigy. <laughs> That'll be on your LinkedIn. Full-time music genius prodigy. Yeah. Watch out. There's a new kid in town. <laughs> I'm 33 and I'm ready to go become all in. Become a genius. <laughs> I'm ready to become a genius. Musical genius. Uh, musical genius, <laughs> songwriter, prodigy, world famous. 
I can see it. I can definitely see it. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm also happy to just like listen to music I really like and, you know, just play songs with my friends. Or yeah, like. make your ukulele album. Yeah. I am ready to go all in on this uh, Christmas ukulele empire. I think you guys yeah. could make a killing. Nothing says Christmas like ukulele. Nothing says Christmas like selling some ukulele albums. No. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like cashing in on those <laughs> sweet, sweet royalty checks. <laughs> because these songs are timeless, really. Yeah. And in some in the public domain. Yeah, so you could not make any money off of them, but... Yeah. I, I gotta tell you, I just do it for the lols. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. I'm just, just here to experience the transient pleasures of life. Just Susie. do whatever makes you happy, Madeline. Oh, thank you so much. <gasps> Doing um, it right now. <laughs> so another new facet I wanted to add to my show was current listening. Because my radio show was me talking about stuff that I listen to and what I think people should be listening to and recommendations. So I want to get your take on what, what you're listening to right now and what you think people should be listening to. Cool. Well... I don't know if it's because it was International Women's Day yesterday, oh, yes. but I have just really been pumping the like pop jams, strong female lead. Oh, like that playlist that I made yesterday? Basically <laughs> like the International Women's Day playlist you made. Um, I mean, Beyonce, of course, but of course. Uh, Janelle Monae has been a, a favorite as of late. I think she's running a really interesting renaissance right now. She's like an artist in her own right, of course, but she was also a protege of Prince. You can oh, really, really hear that in her oh, music right. and see it in her dancing. And she has just a really interesting community called Wonderland, which is like a artist colony mm-hmm. in Atlanta, I believe. So I'm always keeping an eye on what's coming yeah. out of that production house. And then Lizzo, again, totally just unabashed pop but so positive, so sexy, so powerful. Yeah, so I guess I I used to be into really sad indie stuff. Yeah. And now I'm just like, you know what? I'm feeling really happy and, like, really good in my life. Yeah. And I just want to feel fucking good and dance. And <laughs> That's amazing. You know who's great for that? Robin. Oh, Robin's so good. Yeah, I will not stop. Robin forever, though. Robin over... never went away. Well, she didn't really go away, but she didn't release an album for eight years. And people were that like, is quite a hiatus. Robin, where are you? She had other guest spots on other people's albums. But mm. yeah, she's definitely on my listen to list yeah. all the time. She's going to be in Barcelona in May for Primavera Sound. Oh, and so cool. And also, I'm going to Berlin in maybe three weeks to see her. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That'll be a really cool show. Yeah. And then I did want to shout out kind of like a more local artist, Ila Bamba is okay. the band, and Luzalina Mendoza is the lead singer okay. slash driving force of that. And I know her from Ashland, Oregon, my hometown, but now she's made it big and wow. is a established Portland band, and you know amazing. they have tiny desk concerts. I think they just made some like top ten Latin album list, so they're another one to watch out for. Okay, so yeah. wait, you said you're from Portland, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I grew up in Ashland, Oregon, but um, I went to college in Portland right. and, okay. and lived there afterwards. So for a what's while. the music scene like I mean you don't live there now but do you know what the music scene is like there now because it used to be quite big right yeah yeah Portland I think was part of that kind of like Pacific Northwest grunge grunge scene scene for sure there was a ton of music stuff happening when I was in college I feel very lucky because you could go out any night and see a free show Mm -hmm. and hear amazing music and there was also a lot of house shows I think because a lot of the houses in Portland have basements Oh, yeah. So people would (laughs) throw basement shows. Houses in Austin don't tend to have basements. Why? Why is that? Well, I don't know, but people will 
still have house shows, but they're playing in the backyard because it's like a balmy summer night. Right. You know, I think it's a. It's just it too might hot be, in the basement. Yeah, it might be an indication of climate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or they, well, yeah, yeah, true. I know that California doesn't have basements because of the earthquakes. Oh, interesting. But everywhere in Canada has basements. Yeah, as far as I, I don't know. know, maybe Texas has flooding problems. Oh, okay, then that, that makes could sense. Be it. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah, but there was like a ton of great Portland and just Pacific Northwest music happening, you know, Moss Mm -hmm. Mouse. And I really love The Blow and Yacht. Those were some of my favorite bands at the time. Some of them are still around. Uh, Others, you know, were just perhaps a a flash in the indie rock pan. pan. Yeah. Yeah. But we were talking about what you're listening to. So I'm going to give my recommendation this episode it's going to be Solange I mean I'm not the first person to have recommended her new album because it's amazing I don't know if you've listened to it Madeline or if you're a Solange fan no I mean I love her big sister but so Solange is well sister of Beyonce for those that don't know and she released this amazing album in 2016 called A Seat at the Table and now she's back with a new album called When I Get Home. It's kind of like an homage to Houston which is her hometown and if you guys have not heard that album definitely check it out it's not as structured as her previous album but the whole listen together is like a very nice vibe so definitely check that out my favorite song is stay flow so check it out now (laughs) okay well madeline i think that's all the time we have for today time flies when you're having fun Susie. right that's what they say you know what they also say what do they say (laughs) you need one day recovery for every hour of jet lag (laughs) Nice. I'm getting there. Yeah. So you've been here, what, six days now? Yeah. And it's seven hours difference. Yeah. So by tomorrow, you'll be fine. I got to tell you, I'm feeling amazing right now. I mean, you're looking amazing. You sound (sighs) amazing. My God. Everything is amazing. Yeah. Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Okay. Well, I'm going to play us out with Mike E. Maddie (laughs) Christmas special. This one was my favorite. Um, But thank you again so much for being here. And... I'll catch you guys on the next episode, which is definitely coming sooner than the last one. Bye. Bye.